Welcome to Forbidden Cinema. I'm Jenny. I'm Zach. And we are a married couple, and we watch movies that were forbidden in our childhood and youth. We had really conservative upbringings. If you're new to the podcast, yeah, we, we got into to- it in a while. We have known each other since we were about 14, 15 years mm-hmm. old. We kind of had a sitcom relationship. I guess so. I mean, I guess, but I don't feel like it feels like we would have had like a lot of like ups and downs. We really didn't have a lot of ups and downs. No, we just like kind of occasionally pined for each other in our teen years and then like way hooked up in our 20s. And <laughs> yeah, things are just awesome ever since. Well, there you go. It's, you heard it here first. We're like the annoying characters on the side <laughs> of the sitcom. We're the ones you hate. Not like we're not the main characters. You're like the the ones that like Chris Rock talks about. It's like look at their relationship. There's no, <laughs> there's like nothing exciting happening because like, they like each other and they trust each other. <laughs> They're not going to give each other crabs. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so palate cleanser week. Yes, we've been doing spooky stuff. We're getting into the holidays, and you're going to have to spend time with your family. Right. So we thought we would just something that was fun, that's all of the things, really. Um, And we just watched Ghost. We were going to watch Exit to Eden. Which is... Is scrubbed from the internet. It it is, and maybe it should be. We don't know. I mean, of course, it makes it even more verboten and forbidden, because now we can't watch it. We were just sort of just like knocking it around. Like, hey, maybe we should watch that. And then I'm like, okay, I'll get it. And they're like... It's unavailable. So I have a previous rental. I'm doing finger bunnies, air quotes, uh, (laughs) copy coming from eBay that I'm pretty sure is bootleg. (laughs) I don't know if I've bought a bootleg DVD in 20 years or so. We'll see. We'll see. But for those of you who don't remember, Exit to Eden has uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd in some BDSM um, attire. It's by it's by based it's on an a Anne Rice book. erotic and, novel. Exactly. So that was the the link and tie of you know, it's definitely something that we both had seen the the cover of the video for. We're like, whoa, um, <laughs> this seems interesting. Um, but no, so we decided to watch Ghost. Um, and Ghost is hard to come by. We rented this movie. We did. That's, I haven't rented a movie since Sex in the City two. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that from a red box? Yes, and we kept it for. Long enough that I think we own it now. I'm not sure where it is exactly. Uh-oh. Row. <laughs> yeah. All of our DVD transgressions showing up right now. Right. Um, I got to be honest. I don't totally remember why we were even talking about Ghost. Do you? Like why it came into the, it's the thought? It's something you've brought up several times. I think the ditto showed up because you said oh. that the indecent proposal, like... Do you love me? I don't know, or whatever. Like the, the, their right. nonsense is like, oh, you could just say ditto and it's way better. Yeah. You've dittoed me a couple of times and I didn't get it because I've not seen this movie because I thought it was a girl movie. Got it. It was one we watched. I mean, I remember watching this as a family. So that already is like, it's got some weird vibes that are, you know. I can't imagine watching this movie with my parents. Oh my goodness. What? When did this come out? 1990. 90. The year between Roadhouse and um, Point Break. This is what he was doing in between those this two. This is a haircut year. <laughs> this is, this is. He had to grow it back out for Point Break? I, I guess mean. a little bit, but it was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting a new start. We're cutting our hair. Um, I mean, but, we kind of had a Rick James vibe going on in Point Break. <laughs> we are talking about Patrick Swayze, by the way, yeah, oh, in sorry, case you sorry. don't know. Because, I mean, Sir Swayze, um, RIP for sure. 
which, you know, just brings all of that emotion into this movie. Spoiler alert, if you've not seen this movie, you should go watch this movie before learning all of the deets. Um, but yeah, we watched this multiple times. Um, I don't know if it was regular Friday night viewing. It seems weird because we watched movies every Friday night. We made, we ordered pizza that was always lackluster because my dad had to go pick it up from the store. So it was always cold and kind of greasy and gross. And I learned how to Your dad gets lost going to get things. He really does. Um, Like, oh, there was a sale on bedding and like Jimmy's going to college (laughs) in seven years. So I figured I might as well pick some up. He's like, Jenny, call me. I have I, I just found something you might like. Call me and let me know. And then you like, know, love dad. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So he's at the he store. He signs all he's of his just, text messages. He, he does. He does. It's adorable. He, he's just waiting at the store, waiting for me to call back <laughs> <laughs> to tell him if I want it or not. He's still waiting right now. Uh, <laughs> it's probably true. Um, but then yeah, but I learned to bake pretty early on so that I could exit myself out of said said family movie nights and go upstairs and bake. Uh, so I didn't have to hang out with everybody when I didn't want to. <laughs> that was a, an early thing. I was like, oh, I'll go make cookies for everybody. So I could just like go and get on the our you know phone in the kitchen and call my friends. Um, yeah, sorry. This is a movie that I have never seen. I just thought this was a girl movie. And well, I mean, a lot of the previews that you saw were all about the pottery and um, whoa. I mean, when so, we get to the pottery, I've got some we'll notes when we get to the pottery. So when this came out, I was like nine years old. So like. I knew about romance, and there was definitely essence of romance in this, but the the sex part probably went uh, went over my head. Went over your maybe went beside your head. Maybe it didn't quite go over your head. Maybe I was pr- pr- kind of you you sort of like huh, like looked around. Yeah, I was like, you know. what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> like there was obviously something there that I don't get. It, right, it's not completely over your head. I think this is worth looking into. <laughs> I think we should maybe explore this more. But I watched this movie for the first time tonight. I had seen maybe the last 45 seconds of the movie before, but it was edited for television. So it okay. wasn't nearly as fun and gory. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched this movie like I watched The Crow in the Dark Knight. Really, just thinking. And I was trying to think of like other movies that lost their star. And it, it didn't lose its star. It, it was alive for 18 years after this, but I'd right. never seen it. So Okay. And it was it was a little haunting. It really was. It, it brought a whole. I think a, several things brought a whole new light to this. Um, one, the fact that Patrick Swayze is actually gone. Um, two, the fact that like we're adults, and it like puts a whole another layer. I think of tragedy on this. Mm-hmm. But then also too, you know, just like that pressures at work. I'm in the financial industry, like all the silly kind of things. You're like, that would never happen. <laughs> so it, in some ways it deepened the impact. In some ways it just like, meh. But the story still holds up. It's still, you know, a classic, you know, idea of betrayal. And but they do a really good job of the ghost stuff. Not Can being I as hokey just, as you'd think it'd be. I love this movie. Awesome. I, and I liked it more as it went on. Like, it started like, oh, this is going to be kind of a girly, sexy movie. And then, like, we get the funny stuff with Whoopi. Whoopi's amazing. When he can start haunting people's asses. I love this movie. Like, I am so disappointed that I have not seen this before today. <laughs> well, I'm glad that it, I was able to bring it into your life. This is I told in, you it was good. I mean, this, this or is like, I still thought it was good. I, I hadn't seen – I have not seen it in probably – 
I don't know, 20 years. And we've discussed, like, I have a couple of great movies that I like, Casablanca, things like that, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, Ben-Hur, but really when it comes down to it, I don't like great movies. I like fun, good movies. <laughs> that makes and me this- think of, of course, we constantly are watching Friends, like Friends just on in the background when, like, we don't know what else to do and we're not listening to a podcast. And they were the the rerun of the the sh- the game where Monica it says and Rachel. It's her favorite movie, right? Um, and what's her dangerous actually- liaisons? What's her actual favorite movie? Weekend at Bernie's. Bernie's. <laughs> we'll get into that too. Yeah, because they basically just ripped the plot from Weekend at Bernie's for this. Um. Oh. Oh. oh I guess. Yeah. Part of it. Part of it. There's a dead guy around to stop bank fraud. <laughs> like that's the basic <laughs> plot of Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I feel like there's some quintessential differences there's definitely less a lot less thong bikinis (laughs) all right so i mean let's dig in so opening credits it goes ghost it's like whoa i jumped (laughs) it's a jump scare right from the get (laughs) yeah the music is spooky i said it's a musical theme and then of course the theme disappeared and was just replaced by the righteous brothers but like it seemed like it was gonna have a theme it kind of does and throughout and it it almost made me feel like um because i would have seen this after but the way we travel through so we're traveling through a dusty apartment but it almost feels like the titanic Mm -hmm. you know like there's like haunting past of like what are these shrouded things and you know what is this forgotten um you know whatever great movie opening they don't do that anymore where they kind of establish a theme song and kind of Mm -hmm. go through some Something, you know, I'm thinking of maybe, you know, Batman, uh, is it Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, but they, they just don't do a theme for a movie anymore. I mean, what's what do you think the most recent one? Maybe uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't think Lord of the Rings really holds up as a soundtrack. Maybe no. Harry Potter might be the last Harry really Potter theme. has a really strong theme. Notice how many times John Williams showed up in that it's, list. That's true. That's true. He's, he's, do we we've been assured that the new Indiana Jones is, uh, Maybe not even going to come out to theaters because it's so terrible. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, test screenings, it's getting bombed. They want to go and like reshoot 40%. So. Aww. I did see that um, Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren are like in a Yellowstone prequel together as a Ooh, married couple TV okay. show, which okay. sounds interesting. Um, I like the idea of it. But yeah, I, Harry Potter is probably, it has a, a running theme um, throughout. I don't really watch movies anymore. That's true. Honestly, maybe there like are. Maybe, new... maybe the, I mean, do the Avengers movies, do they have a theme song? I don't song? know. Or is it just, gum, 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 bum, 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 dun, 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 I'm sure dun. there's a lot of things that just sound like a stunt show. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this really sets up the world of like, okay. But it, it has, it, it runs the theme of like, we've got spooky and suspense. And then we've got that like higher, brighter love theme and then back into it. And we open straight into shirtless demo day. Yeah. Abs on abs on abs. <laughs> and I was like, this is really highly unrecommended. No. I mean, you're getting all sorts of dust in various crevices. And what also, too, I mean, like you're knocking down, you have sledgehammers. Getting all sorts of asbestos in your pits. Uh, I, mean, I mean, understood. We, we want to set the tone, though. We got some beefy dudes, like some beefy rich dudes that are doing upper, I don't, I don't know New York geography, but I'm guessing upper west side that like. I think that's highfalutin, right? Right. Like doing a remodel of this, like, I can't believe how big this space is. We keep <laughs> knocking down walls and there's more. Um, you know. And they look fantastic. It's and just it's just priv- it's privilege on display. Right. Like really. Um, but I mean I feel like but I, I don't hate a, I would be a poor <laughs> feminist if I didn't say that like it's unfortunate that Demi had to keep her top on for to keep the PG rating, you know. I mean, understood, but her overall game in this movie is... It is 1990, and Demi Moore is in overalls 
come on. Like, it is, it is obviously 1990. Like, that's just... When she stops wearing overalls, it's not in the 90s anymore. <laughs> I mean, it just really even comes into... I forget when Indecent Proposal is, right? Like, is that 92? Uh, 92, 94, something like that. Because she's wearing overalls in that, too. Yes, she is. Like, she's yes, just... She it's, it's kind of... Oh, no. Like, I'm pretty sure... I've never seen striptease. It's on, it's on the list. But I'm pretty sure there's overalls in that. There's probably no overalls in Disclosure. Probably not. But, like, do we have some connection of a character? I don't want to think about that. Okay, okay. No, I don't. I don't, I don't like where it goes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she's, like, ready to start banging six days after he's dead. So she's, she's ready to start dating not, again. She's not. Dude is just really... He's trying hard. On purpose. <laughs> you know? Um... I have no idea why I wrote weirdos in masks. Does that mean anything to you? Yes. Um, I said too soon. Like they're they're playing a, a joke in an elevator like uh, Tony Goldwyn, Carl is sick and he's coughing and uh, oh, no, Patrick no, no. They, Swayze. They all, have, they all have their masks down around. They're, they're wearing their masks on demo day the uh-huh. same way that everybody was wearing their masks during the pandemic oh, down around their necks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, got to take that break. Got to see that. Those jawlines. You know, we obviously know the masks don't work. And, you know, the <laughs> pandemic's a lie. <laughs> well, uh, disclaimer, we don't believe that. <laughs> Please get vaccinated. But then I have, too soon, um, we've got coughing a, in an elevator. Coughing in an elevator, oh. a full elevator. And Patrick Swayze's like, man, what did the doctor say? And he's like, oh, uh, you know, he's like, I'm contagious. He's like, what about the rash? He's like, is it on your genitals? He's like, yeah, everywhere else. He says, I shouldn't touch people. And he's like bumping into people. It's it's, it's just and the guy right in front and center. I don't think it's that Brad guy from Cabin in the Woods. No, it's not. He shows up. He's the, he's the Lyle guy later on. Okay, gotcha. But so, I was like, no. is that that Brad guy? Like, it's, it's, it doesn't, the age doesn't work. No, but. I almost think that like, I kind of get Tony Goldwyn, and you're talking about Bradley Whitford. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, I kind of get them a little confused sometimes. Tony Goldwyn, I could not figure out who he reminded me of. There's some, is it maybe, um, oh, British guy, Russell, not Russell, Rufus Sewell, maybe he got a little Rufus Maybe, Sewell he's kind of got those, like, big, like, eyes that are deep set that could... Could be, yeah. Right. I was just earlier on. I was saying like it's not Tom Everett Scott meets um, Jim Brewer, but maybe Rufus Sewell is what I was going for. <laughs> I mean, I could see where you get Jim Brewer too. Like that <laughs> that look is is similar too. So they get off the elevator. They're like you know on the busy floor because they got ringing phones, ringing phones, and Patrick Swayze is like looking good, Deb or whatever. Like we're finance bros doing finance yeah, things. Yeah, and actually he's like look. It, the way he says it would not pass now, but she is like biggest oh. glasses, bob, longest skirt she suit. She almost faints. I mean, she does. Like you can kind of tell, like because she's not like bodacious, and he's like saying, "Hey, I see what you got." Um, but also, you know, let's give it like Demi Moore is bodacious under what she's got, but she's just wearing overalls most <laughs> of the time too. So he may be into like a real buttoned up look. I, mean, I don't she's know. She's in some baggy clothes. Very. Um, but yeah, you know, they're like finger gunning, like not really, but the, the vibe, the essence is the finger gun of just like, you look good. The phone is ringing. Sell, sell, buy, buy, money, money, <laughs> money. Um, but also Patrick Swayze, like it, we're already sending the tone that like everybody likes him. Um, he's comfortable in his skin and Tony Goldwyn, you know, Carl is just kind of like a little bit of his lackey, a little bit. They're buddies because mm-hmm. they're obviously spending a ton of time together, but like Sam is leading the way. And then I just have that we get back to the room and they're getting a big ass angel statue into the room. Like yes. a little on the nose much. 
I mean, but she's an artist. They have this. I mean, they have this giant loft. What are you gonna put in there? You gotta. You gotta. It's either that or a giant white dog, right? Like right. you got a Joey style. There was a really trippy shot though. When once they get the angel in, and that mm-hmm. guy brings in a mirror, and then like walks the mirror away from the camera. Kind of a trippy shot. It was like she's like. In the bedroom, of course, you know, like <laughs> a huge bed. It's like, I'm sorry, no, I don't need to wake up and stare at that in the bedroom accidentally in the middle of the night. I already have like night terrors and think piles of clothes are <laughs> people sitting. You just think everything's cats, you know? Well, if not cats, it's some something. Cats si- are murderers. Yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. is everything coming into Demi Moore's apartment is either a cat or a murderer. It's true. It's true. But when their cat shows up, where's that cat been? I it was mean, on well, the edge of the bed when they were asleep, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was oh. like a ball of fluff. I was like, is that a dog, uh, a cat? Or? I didn't notice it at okay. all. So I didn't notice it until like legit um, much later. And I was like, where does this? You, you don't live in an apartment. It's a big apartment, so you could really lose yeah. a cat in that space. But you don't have a, a cat and like not know it's around. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of things that happen. Like that darn cat. I just said that like, am I kind of the anti-Steve Carell versus Marky Mark in this? I'm like, every time Patrick Swayze puts a shirt on, I'm like, let's just, no. (laughs) I love. Like, we only have maybe 20 years left, Patrick. Like, just just lose the shirt. Just, just, you don't need it. You don't need, a a man like that should not be in a shirt. Agreed. Especially (laughs) since, like, I mean, he wears a suit nicely, but he's kind of short torsoed and like, he just really looks better without a shirt it just does his just the bagginess of the clothes of the time yeah they it, just it really it really he looks taller without a shirt yeah he does he really does i agree <laughs> i agree um then of course like they're sitting up in bed they're getting you know their apartment renovated they're working on it doing all the things and he's kind of having like not a premonition, but a little bit of that angst of like, everything's going really well. You know, what's going to drop? You know, there's got to be a shoe that's going to drop. Oh, here's another plane crash. Like they come in threes. Maybe I should cancel my trip. Like I'm afraid the bubble's going to burst. And I was like, this is some real adulting going on right now. (laughs) Like, you know, but also too, like when things are going good, we have a tendency to be like, okay, well we got to make some drama. No, that's like 26ing. That's not adulting. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, that's true. You know what being 40 something is? It's just like a thousand voices telling you you're not good enough. That's, <laughs> you're a fraud. All these things you've earned that were just happenstance. Like, the, yeah, that, those, those are fears of adulthood. Like 20 something is a fear of like, I could die or like this could all go away. Oh no. See, I'm going to need group three. I've had all those thoughts all of my life. So that's not new to me. Um, so, yeah, no, like, oh, yeah, you think, yeah, no. Anyway. So we get ditto. We get ditto. Yes, we get ditto. And, you know, it's 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 corny and goofy. And, and she does say, you know, very, sh- not in that moment, but a little later on, kind of like, hey, dude, like, can you, like, tell me that you love me? Like, it's kind of nice. Like, I know what you mean, but it's still not really the same. I kind of like his response, though. He's like, a lot of people say I love you and don't mean it. Like. We got our thing. Right. It's like, you know, when I say this, this is what I mean. And I'm not just like, you know, hi, yeah, bye, love you. Like, you accidentally told your coworker you love them because out of habits, like, you're hanging up the phone, you know? Um, I mean, he could say, like, you know I love you. So we just do this instead. You know, like, the, right. he, he could have gone, he could have, like, helped her out a little bit. Right. Um. So, you know, she gets up in the middle of the night. She's she's using the pottery wheel because um, we see her in an artist, but... We only thing we ever see her making are like pots, but mm-hmm. that's not really what she seems to be making. She seems to be making more like Beetlejuice type of stuff. There's a lot of Beetlejuice 
mm-hmm. in this too. I think this is better than Beetlejuice. This is a plot that holds an A, B, C mm-hmm. better than Beetle- Beetlejuice. Okay. There, there's either some stuff cut out or I don't know. Beetlejuice cuts weird. I haven't seen it in 20 years. I haven't seen it in a long time. And we're getting another one, right? Yes, we are. In a sequel. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. But uh, Alec Baldwin's just going to shoot everybody. I, I don't know. They're going to be like... How'd you get so beefy as a ghost? <laughs> like, you're you're dead. What happened to you? Like I didn't know they had human growth hormone. <laughs> Gina Davis is still looking pretty good. <laughs> She's like, what happened to you, dude? <laughs> um, I thought the pottery scene was from Doogie Hauser. I had no idea that was from this movie. From Doogie Hauser, did they rip it? Or I, I, I was doing some side googling okay. while we were watching this because I just. I remember seeing Doogie Howser and his girl and like the big thing on the cover of the magazine, like teen sex and whatever. Really? And, you know, like obviously God's going to come back and blow our faces up because this is happening. I just assumed Doogie Howser was the pottery stuff. Oh, no. But they did it, but it was a ripoff of Ghost. Oh. I guess he lost his virginity like doing a ghost thing. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, yeah, I mean, and I didn't really realize, I mean, first of all, she's like in a white t-shirt, like just a white t-shirt. Her legs are spread while she's working on this phallic thing. I'm, thank you for saying that. Thank you. Because I was afraid I was going to be the weirdo for bringing that up. No, Can you wear clothes that baggy around a pottery wheel? I feel like you're going to get yanked into it. (laughs) I don't think, it's not like, like a wood chipper. I don't think that it, she's... I, I mean, it's probably not a one you use with your foot. It's probably, but it's not going that fast. I don't know. I don't think you should wear that baggy of clothes. I think that you them. should wear undergarments, and I don't <laughs> think that she was. I don't think she wears a bra in this entire film. No, she doesn't wear bras. She doesn't wear bras. And we discussed it in decent proposal. She only wears them when she's not wearing anything else. Right. She never wears a bra under clothing. She only wears it when she's like, "We're gonna do a sex scene," but I don't really want to be topless. That's fine. That's that's solely her prerogative. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. No. She she's not wearing a bra. I'm not sure she's wearing underwear. There's. He there, keeps on like trying to like. Huh, huh, huh. He's like ninjaing under there. Like like let's keep this PG. But like you're there's gonna... some like side <laughs> slash frontal whatever. And there's. It, it's a very smooth. <laughs> She's well waxed. Like we would. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But but also then you're like, so you've been like straddling, working on your pottery. Like seems like clay would get in the darndest places. It seems just from like a hygiene standpoint, like, eh. but no, I mean, all that rolling back. It is a very sexy scene. And I remember it being romantic, like, you know, this intimacy and like kind of recognizing like kind of that like messiness of it. But I mean, no, like literally like. Like, here I am with this clay. And then after he kind of, you know, messes it up and she's starting over, it's even more phallic. And then they both got their hands on it and clay and whatever. It's like, whoa. You know that I have sort of my, I'm I'm like the Bill Belichick of dick grabbing technique. (laughs) Yes. And I just said that. Congrats. I think her sculpting I think you need counts. a weird. I think you need a weird cutoff sweatshirt. Okay. Okay. Do I need like? Do we need to get on Instagram and, and get like the X's and the O's? And the... Right. Yes. You need to. Yeah. You need to like do the play by play, like the the strategy. Yeah. I, I feel like I know her dick grabbing technique now after watching the sculpting. Maybe it's very both hands. <laughs> very much so. Very much. It doesn't seem like. I don't really know. Which how I'm to, okay with. That's fine, but also it. It's got to be like, 
straight on or from behind. You can't really do that from the side. So yeah, I'm, I'm, it's really an interesting, um, yeah, and we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess we don't get to see, but we, we get to <laughs> illusion of. That's the next thing I wrote. It's like, so this is basically the plot of Weekend at Bernie's because he's back at work and he's like, oh, there's all this like crazy money just appearing out of nowhere. <laughs> Right. It's like, hmm. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, of course, he gives his password to Tony yes, earlier yes, on. Yes. And from his little bitty book, I also just say, like, he likes to say adios. <laughs> like, he says it multiple times. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why that was, that was funny, but. I think he was living on a ranch at the time. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's he's got a real. I, I don't know where he's from. Like he, you know, they're living in New York. He's not a New Yorker. He's not Southern. He kind of Southern, maybe. Um, but his accent is is really. I have strange. No idea where he's actually from. I just I kind of associate him with the American Southwest. You know, Southern California to Oklahoma to Texas, kind of. But I have no idea where he's actually from. So basically, he's just like Route 66. Basically, yes. <laughs> Is he not? No, he seems to be, but I'm curious where he's actually from. Because he does have he does have an accent, but I don't know how to place it. I, if I had to guess, I would say it was rudimentary. Like, it, it's Southern, but it's kind of been ironed out okay, a little okay. bit. Um, and then, so, uh, Tony Gold, Tony Goldwyn's like, oh, hey, yeah, where are you guys going to be tonight? Like, hey, what you guys doing tonight? He's like, oh, we're going to Macbeth. And like, cool, 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 cool. Um, so they go to the play, they're coming out, they're walking down the streets, you know, they're getting farther away from people and they're talking. Like, and didn't you guys fucking watch Batman last year? You don't <laughs> in New York leave the theater at night. At, like, No. <laughs> Right. And just get like, your ass in a cab. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I know that... This is New York in the 70s and 80s. Fuck New York. I mean, yeah, it's just barely 1990. So like, they're filming is, this is in the 80s, so it's truly in the 80s. But, This you know, is basically Escape from New York. I mean... <laughs> I mean, but this is why they're beautiful fit people, because they walk everywhere. Um, we, can't, we can't take a cab. We won't get my steps in. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is pre-steps, but... Um, he's counting those steps. I know he is. He's like manually counting them in his head. He's like, I've only had 5,872 tests. Who invented Uber? It's not Elon Musk. It's not Jeff Bezos. Uh, I don't know what the dude's name but is. But whoever invented Uber, if he was around in 1990, there's no movie. They just get home fine and everybody lives happily ever after. And like maybe get in an argument about Ditto a couple of years later, get divorced and end up with Ashton Kutcher. I mean, there's like... <laughs> Um, but there's still like there's a couple of those in this movie. Like we, we talk about like Seinfeld would never happen if anybody had a cell phone. Um, Friends would never happen if anyone could tell the truth. Right. Because everyone is just like scrambling and telling the dumbest lies. I mean, still love watching it. But yeah, there's a couple of moments that if you did a more like walking down the street in the at night is not uncommon. I mean, it's not. I mean, we've just recently we're doing that in new orleans um should we have i don't know but is it turned out fine we like, this time oh, look at this there's a street there's nobody on except for that one guy over there's kind of giving us a weird vibe well Let's there walk was down it there was they couldn't see he wasn't there until like already they were walking for a while but demi moore is like actually kind of dressed up she's got she's got you know her bowl cut is is styled a little bit she's given some real rufio vibes when was the uh the other movie, the single white female. I figure, I think that haircut in this and that really. They are very similar. I'm not sure. 
so then guy comes out he asks you know he asks for his wallet no he demands his wallet he's got a gun you know he's given him his wallet and it probably i don't know what would have happened because obviously the goal is to get this new password because patrick Swayze has changed his password right um because he's looking into it he's a kind of you know, brushed off Tony Goldwyn's attempts to help him with that. Cause oh man, you're going to spend hours working through these numbers. It's uh, he's already have, it's fine. You know, don't worry about it. And that's really the goal. So, you know, could we pause Like if he got it, would he have lived? Hmm. Like if he just got his wallet and what he assumed would be his, you know, his passcodes with it, that they wouldn't have killed him, that the things just would have gone, you know, fine. Or was this really like truly a hit? Because the, the he's killed in a struggle. Right, right. He's not executed. True, true. Um, but they don't get in a struggle until dude hits Demi Moore. Right. So I think like that's part of part of the thing. Like, you know, he's like, motherfucker, you know, he's like real <laughs> egon vibes. Um, you know, really turns it on and 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 scuffles, like throws some fisticuffs. It's like this is what happens when you defund Cobra. Like if Sylvester Stallone was there with his cool gun with the laser <laughs> pointer, like shooting crime, then none of this would have happened. But so Hashtag defund Cobra. Defund Cobra. Oh. Um, Crime's a disease. I'm the cure. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. The the it's the the lines are muddy at this point. <laughs> um, Good scene though with him getting up and chasing dude around and yeah. then like looking back. Oh that. Oh and and. He is bloody for a PG-13 movie. That's a good scene. I had no idea what I was about to see. Yeah, because you really think, like, you think, okay, well, I know he's going to die because like, the movie's I, I called Ghost. I assumed he was shot and he was going to come back. And he and wasn't like, sure and he didn't know he was shot. Right. right? I even forgot that. I kind of thought he was going to, too. He was going to stumble. And I was like, oh, that's right. Like, this is, he's still there. He never did that. He, oh, that was heart-wrenching. I mean, oh, I mean, that scene is. I mean, her just shouting, you know, somebody help me. Or I, it changes. Did you notice? Like, somebody help us. Somebody help us. The last thing she says is, like, somebody help me. Mm. And he notices it, too. Like, I feel like he sees it and, like, realizes it, like, that this is it. Like, um, that I, I wondered, though, like, did he ever think? I mean, of course, he's, he's coming to this, like, I don't understand what I'm seeing. That's definitely what we see with all of the ghosts, for the most part. I'm like, wait, wait, what just happened? Because I feel like I'm still my person at this moment. Um, but then the light shows up and he's like looking at it and he's looking back at her and looking at it. And then he walks back towards her. And the light goes. I was like, wait a fucking minute. You get like a minute for the light. The light's like, okay, like, bye. You know, like, you're going to turn your back on us. Then nope. You know, I mean, that's what the plot of basically idle hands, right? Like they saw the light and they were like, eh, you know, <laughs> like. It's really far away, and, like, the marijuana's over there. <laughs> but he just didn't even know what's happening. Like, th- this definitely feels like one of those things that's like, wait, I'm not even, I don't even know I'm dead yet. Um, and I, I'm confused by what's happening. I'm like, I feel like I should be with this person that I love and be taking care of her and protecting her, so I'm going to walk towards her. Like, he doesn't, like, go, like, no, and take even six feet he, like, turns his back and takes a step, and the light disappears. Like, the light's oh. like, this, it's going to take a while. Like, we're going to have to give this guy a few minutes. I mean, I guess. But you get the opportunity. I guess when you get the light, you get the opportunity to, you know, 
work on some things if you need to. (laughs) If you don't get the light, you don't get a choice. We learn that later on. So then we're in the hospital. Right. I said, hey, I know this guy. Doesn't he play like weird old Jewish guy? In everything. A a thousand things. Yeah. I feel like we get him and then we get what Vincent uh, Schiavelli or whatever later. Who's right, like weird old crazy guy. Weird old like ghost subway Gallagher. Yeah, exactly. Oh, poor one out for Gallagher. Sorry, I mean it's still a funny. This three days ago it wouldn't have been a big deal. I know. It's well, still I a mean, funny I, joke. Yeah, guys, we live in a world without Gallagher, without Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman from my childhood. I mean, it's 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 been a week. We also watched uh, Weird, so get a ch- if you get a chance, check that out. Watched what? Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh yes. It is wild. <laughs> it's hilarious. I had no idea what we were in for. Sorry, but back to reality. We're back in the hospital. Right. And Dr. Zach note here. Sorry, yes. everybody, come along. All right, we're gonna get out the get out pull down the board. We're gonna get the projector, the overhead projector, turn on the fans on. I'm they wonder the why that white noise put everybody to sleep. Like everybody's asleep. It's just mm-hmm. somebody like sitting up at the projector. All the lights are off. Yes, and it's the just white noise. Perfect nap. You can't shock asystole when it's going beep. The shocky things don't work. Sorry. Sorry. Every everything every you've movie ever, ever met, everything you ever every, saw. Yes, it's all wrong. Yeah, Can't shocking do it. things only work when you're in V Fib or VTAC. So he's like learning the ropes a little bit as a ghost. Like <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, I don't even know I'm a ghost. And the ghost is like, Hey, I'm here waiting for my wife. She's in four D. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to know more of his story. Like, why is he there? Why you know, he's just here to pick up his wife? Like, is he or does he hang out in the hospital? Every time he's in something, I want to know more about him. (laughs) He's always just kind of funny looking, maybe sad, maybe funny, maybe pathetic guy. (laughs) Every time I ever see him, I I wish there was more of him. Yes, agreed. Um, so I've got us going to the the cemetery into the the service. Oh, the service, someone goes like a little woo on their wine glass. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, but that's after. That's like that's at after. the... Okay, well then continue. At the wake or whatever. Okay. No, we're just at the cemetery and they're just talking about him. And I forget, his name is Sam Wheat. Yes, I wrote that down. Why? It's so weird. No, it, it's so... I've never met anybody named Wheat before. No. Maybe we're not from New York. Maybe. Maybe, but I... Maybe, maybe us country folk out here don't know no one named Wheat. Well, we come from where there's more wheat. You, you, you we think should. We would know somebody named Wheat, but they're called like Wheat Ton or Wheat Sun or Wheat whatever, um, because it's they just don't say wheat. <laughs> it just doesn't roll off the tongue. Right. First of all, it's two one. I believe my board. notion moonshiners that name their cats like Wheat Corn and Rye or something. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, I know people. I know multiple people who have cats named Weller and. Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> but, you know, hey, whatever. It's cool. Um, but then we also see a ghost just, you know, waving at him with some puffy sleeves, walking through some headstones. He's like, what's happening? He's still trying to figure this out. Yeah. So then, yeah, we have the wine glass thing. No, I've never done that. I saw I've, that on Mr. Wizard. I well, asked. I've attempted doing it. I've never known it to work. Like, you have I don't, to use, like, vodka or rubbing alcohol or something really hard to get all the oils off of your skin. Okay. I know that from Mr. Wizard. Uh-huh. But, like, my mom was like, yeah, we're not drunk, so we don't do that. And but you'd have rubbing alcohol. I, but we didn't have wine glasses, so. Oh, that's true. But does, is it just wine glasses? No, I think it works on any glass, but, yeah. But she just, really, she was like, don't do this. I guess. She's it, like, I'm, ruin I'm, everything. I'm not in the mood for it's, you to attempt like, something. Woo, woo. 
It's like, right. The last thing I need you to learn is some thing where you're making noises. <laughs> just quiet. Just quiet. <laughs> but also have like, I mean, it seems like real shit for people just experiencing a loss to host a bunch of people. Mm. Like, here's this woman and we don't see her surrounded by family. No. We don't see any family. We never see any family. No, never see family. Only person she has is Tony Goldwyn, who is like her boyfriend's lackey. Yeah. Who murdered him basically. Right. Yeah, or she, who facilitated his death. I um, mean, most of my friends are your friends, but you know, like your friend's husbands are most of my friends. But. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we know that like, you know, adult play dates are a thing, but <laughs> But still, so she planned that. She's like grieving and she's got, they have this huge loft. Obviously, we've established that. And it's full of people, you know, food, catering, all this stuff. I'm like, that's, go have it someplace else. Like, where if, if you're even going to an event space. Right. So that's, they have an event planner. They have all those things. You can just pay someone a bunch of money and they go, can do, do it all like of the it. Garden in a cheese shop or something. Because who's cleaning up all that shit after they're gone? It, it just, it seems terrible to me. Um, I don't know, but that's also like we come from families that like everybody chips in and does right. everything from ev- from weddings to funerals to whatever. And it, like you we're don't... always the last ones there putting up the chairs exactly. at the church basement, like, you know, you know, <laughs> prepping the food, all the stuff. And you you never get to quote unquote enjoy slash in a situation quote unquote like get your like peaceful moment. No, even before we fell in love, I can remember seeing your family over there in the corner like cleaning up all the food while my family's putting up all the chairs. You know? Oh well my That's... dad was just taking all the leftovers. <laughs> I mean he was saying, here hold this, here hold this. He had four daughters. <laughs> It'll break a man. <laughs> he ate all the leftovers. We didn't eat any of that. Um and I said, Kitty I know. And I was like, cat when do we need a cat? I was like, when you have a cat, everybody knows you have a cat. <laughs> like, and also, what are we supposed to think now? Because when cats just randomly stare at stuff, does cat weirdness equal ghosts? Okay. I mean, and now we know. Oh, crap. Now I hadn't thought about that. Now we know. We've discussed that like our house isn't old enough, but we're afraid we might have brought ghosts back from New Orleans with us. We could have. I mean, it's like hitchhiking ghosts from I mean, Disney our friends World. that went on a ghost tour and then like le- like left from the most haunted place in New Orleans, like immediately got on the plane. Like, what the? Right. They were like, yeah, it used to be an orphanage. Like we were having drinks. Like, what? We were having drinks like two hours before the plane takes off with the dead children. And like... Like, no, like those ghosts, like they got in your in your shit. <laughs> and that was not a bar, like until just a year and a half ago, because yeah. we were there when it wasn't a there bar. There were still dead children there, like weeks ago. Right. Um. Definitely got to let that that you know cool off period between uh, libations and and orphanages. Have you seen the cold open for Saturday Night Live when uh, Patrick Swayze hosts? It's the one with the the uh, Chippendales. I don't think I've seen the cold open. No, I've seen the Chippendales. The cold open is him talking to her while she is in the room after the funeral, after the wake. Oh, it's a ghost reference? Yeah. Oh, it's completely. It's, oh. it's a girl with like really short hair. Got it. And he's talking about how much he loves her and whatnot. And then she's like like chewing off her toenails and like picking her nose and burping and all just doing all this gross and finally alone at stuff. The end, like lady comes in like like what do you want me to tell her sam what do you want me to tell her like tell her my ass is dead <laughs> we'll have to see if we can find that oh my gosh i mean people do things when you're alone they do you, you know? do i mean and if you didn't know you had ghosts it's unfair 
Like, geez. Like, if you're a ghost, be polite. It's obvious I'm doing private things. Um, but that kind of actually plays into, I was like, it had to be hard on set, like, just being a lurker. Like, everybody's acting, and he's, like, sitting in the windowsill, just, right. like, being there. And offering commentary on everything. Right. Like, People aren't reacting to him. Like, I'm sitting on the couch next to you, and she's like... <laughs> right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, she's she's doing a good job not looking at him when there, he's sitting right there. The, the acting in this is... Like, the, the big, like, the soliloquies and whatnot might not be the best. But just to, like... I don't see this person in the room acting. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It is. I, I think everyone is acting appropriately. It feels they do a good job of grounding it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's why it still works. Um, that it's, it doesn't feel wacky. And whoopee bridges. We haven't even got. Holy no. fart knockers. We're going late on this one. But whoopee bridges that gap between yeah. the real and the crazy and does it so well. Yeah, I mean, she writes that line super well. So next um, thing I have is Mr. New Booty trying to worm his way in. Did he organize the hit? Did Swayze find something in the numbers? This is Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> uh, yeah, this you're is like, 100% Weekend at Bernie's. This, right. is weekend, this, this is the sequel the, that we should have got for Weekend at Bernie's. We shouldn't have got, like, the weird voodoo, half-killed chicken thing. It would have been a real tone shift (laughs) from Weekend of Birdies to this. I just have, like, the weird stuff that we see. So, like, you know, we're a ghost. We're obviously talking about this is not a person anymore. But every time someone, like, walks through him or he, like, attempts to go through a door, we see, like, blood vessels and stuff. It's real weird. It's weird every time we see it. Yeah. It's a really strange thing. So, it's like... I feel like if we had more computer graphics now, we would see it constantly and I don't like that. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to say. I was just uh, note here. Um. So what's his name? Is it Willie or something? The hitman? Yes, Willie. Yes. So he's back. He's back. Yes, he's broken in. Um, Tony is convinced Demi Moore to go out for a walk so that basically we now know that Willie can come in and search the place. Um, she comes back early. And he's kind of sneaking on her, snooping on her. And, you know, Patrick Tracy, obviously, like, he's concerned for her safety. He's shouting at him. He can't do anything. He knows. Yay, kitty saves the day. But he's like, I affected the cat. So I'm going to stare at the cat and make it freak out. Freak out. And it scratches dude. He runs away. And she's like, so nonchalant. Is anybody there? What the fuck, bitch? Your dude just died. Nobody's there. (laughs) Why are you being so chill? You're like. Is hello? Is anybody there? Is your door slams? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, but and then Patrick. Sorry, Swayze, so they're like, hello? Is anybody there? Yeah, sorry, true, sorry. true. I, I cannot do it anymore. Like, <laughs> sorry if that was more Marge Simpson. I have to be Demi shouting Moore, but... for hours before I could potentially attempt it. She's beautiful and she's a good actress. It's fine. I mean, yeah. it's just what her voice is like. Yeah, we everybody's got, but. He does chase dude and he totally, totally dirty dances, leaps through that door, like knees up, like he's jumping off the stage. It is exactly, I want a side by side. It is him <laughs> jumping off the stage, dirty dancing style, 100%. How's the side by side on the minions coming? <laughs> oh, I forgot, I forgot all about it. Because we, we talked for about four minutes about how, like, are we going to remember to do the minions nope. thing? Nope, nope but I said, not. I'm not. And. <laughs> 
So you're going to have to write it down. I did. <laughs> and now we're talking about it now. I know. I have a whole page in my notebook that just says minions. <laughs> That's all it says. Well, I haven't seen that note since <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's like, well, hey, guys. Welcome to How We Get Things Done. <laughs> The thing I have is like, Vincent Chiavelli is only maybe the fourth weirdest thing I've seen on a New York subway. And we've only been to New York twice. <laughs> yeah, no, we've seen some real weird, interesting stuff. Then we've got, we are finding our way. He's He loses him because, yeah, he gets beat up by another ghost. Yeah, a ghost that can affect his environment. Yeah, he's, he's like, like knocking stuff over and smashing windows and pushing him through the train. And he's like, get off my train. It's my train. Like, OK, it doesn't seem lot, like that dude. great of a okay. train. Yeah, it's no. fine. Like, I'm just there's lots of trains. Like, Just make him way along. It's cool. Whatever. Um, so then he's out on the street and he sees a psychic sign and he goes on in um, and we follow. And oh, we Before that. Yeah. Go ahead. We go back to Willie's Willie. Yeah. I want to say Willie. It's Willie Lopez. Willie Lopez. He goes back to Willie's apartment uh-huh. and is like watching him. What's Willie do? He like calls dude. Like, sorry, didn't happen. He starts day drinking and like whipping out pictures of Demi Moore. I can only assume whipping out other things. Like, can we get some Neosporin on the face first? Right. Like, let's 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 take care of that before we start just vodka and, and Demi Mooring. I mean, she's beautiful and... I like drinking, but I mean, but, but it's I, in the, the face. I mean, let's get that he, handled. I, you should, but it seemed like in his line of work, he probably gets pretty scratched up. He's like, eh, it's gonna add character. People, people are gonna. I'm, he's not gonna tell anybody that was a cat. No, he's gonna he's gonna make up a good. He's story. gonna be Scarface. Like he's right? gonna be like really he's like, Scarface. He's Lopez. like, damn it, this sucks right now, but this is gonna be bitching. <laughs> right. So then we 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 meet Otome. We come into the psychic shop. We've got... I was like, holy shit. Guinan's going to have real powers. Who? Guinan. Oh, 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 oh. Star Trek. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Because um, we were just talking about Whoopi the other day. And I'm pretty sure I said, like, I know her most for Sister Act. But I actually think I probably know her more from this, honestly. Because it was probably pretty equal. Um, and she has much, honestly, much more impact. Even though she's a main character in Sister Act, I feel like her oh, impact in this movie steals every scene she's in. Is this huge. Movie. She is fantastic. Oscar winner for this movie. Oh, is she? Yes, fantastic. She was nominated deserved. for Color Purple, but she won for this. Her one win, her last nomination, well deserved. Absolutely. Whoopi, I. You say a lot of nasty things, according to your mother. <laughs> well, and recently, and and whatnot, you know. I, mean, I don't know. You're, you're, you're mean to your co-stars, and she's on the View. She gets paid to do. Everybody gets paid to be mean. I don't care. I don't watch the View. But man, th- for this moment, you were fabulous. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's just every her outfits are fabulous. Everything about her is fabulous. Did you um, notice in the credits that she has a assistant, a hairstylist, and a costumer? Perfect. Like of nobody else. Like Swayze doesn't even get an assistant. Like he, she gets three. He's wearing the same damn shirt the whole time. <laughs> he's fine. He's just like, he's not even corporeal, right? So what does he need an assistant? He, he doesn't even need snacks. Um, right. So we meet her. She's got her sisters. There's a whole bunch of people in the lobby waiting to be brought in so they can talk to their loved ones. They make this weird show of like, see, the closet's empty. Now we will call our sister. And she appears. I'm like, what is this? Like, that's like some just random crap, uh, you know, like bad magic stuff. It's weird, like, because it's not magic. Like, we're not talking about magic. And then they, like, 
thank you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Through this whole thing, too. So I'm like, what are we, what's our, what's our religious base that we're jumping off from here? Because they make a lot of like Christianity type of references and she gets mad about, you know, taking the Lord's name in vain and things like that. Have you ever seen a psychic a lot? Of, they'll take whatever religion they think you're throwing down. Got it. Okay. So we do have probably a, a little Catholic, uh, Hispanic lady. So maybe, but they, she does it. She's consistent throughout. Right. Um, that's a piece, but yeah, like I didn't really understand. Like no, I think it's, a, I, I'm fascinated by psychics and mediums and whatnot. The, uh, not, not the, that I think any of it's real, but I'm fascinated by... The psychology of it. The, I don't want to say the grift, because that's not the wrong thing, but just the... It's, very, it's a huge amount of behavioral analysis. It's really understanding people and, and reading people's body language and micro... Like, let's get them to be FBI profilers. I mean, you they know... They really <laughs> probably could. It's just, it's a different path. They just chose something different. They're right. like, that's boring right it's like you get the people that just like to shoot people and slam people and whatnot to do the interrogations for police and then like the people that could really like oh like yeah she's like like, i would like to wear gold robes how do i make that happen (laughs) i will but yeah the the empty closet and then the in you know showing up from an interior closet was weird i was like that seemed strange and too much showy but um, I said, like, I don't see your husband, but there's like a smoke show white guy in the corner who looked really good without a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, Do you want this guy instead? <laughs> like, he's here. Because like, even, even the lady's like, she's like, I see him. He's handsome. She's like, Julio's handsome? She's like, everyone's handsome. Like with with our Lord, she's like, oh, okay, <laughs> got it, got it. She's like, my husband was not handsome. <laughs> I miss him, but not because he was handsome. I I could watch. But there's two scenes in this where he's interrupting a séance, Swayze. Uh-huh. I, I could I could have done with two more in this movie. It's so great because you know, obviously, she's doing a grift. She's and then all of a sudden, he's like, he's just commentating. He's commentating is that a word yes okay um i don't know why it felt weird coming out of my mouth you know how much wrestling i've seen yes commentating is a word (laughs) i was just like that didn't feel right um and he's like whatever and she's looking around like you know what's going on and then he's like he says bull it's the bullshit like is he texan he might be texan like the way he says bullshit um yeah for sure and then she's like freaking out like running around like what is this do you hear that i don't know what this is and you know chases the other lady out everybody's got you know everybody's got to leave because she's actually then we see her back in her apartment she's like my mother had the gift my grandmother had a gift she's kind of having like a like they said i had the gift but like i just went along with it i guess i kind of tried to grift them too but like oh my gosh like this is what i asked for um and she's like are you white and she's like, you're white, aren't you? And her, her, her sisters are like, call the doctor. She's talking to white people. <laughs> I just said, I mean, a, a later Whoopi Goldberg, like, yo, there's a white man at the door. And she, and then, it, then that, like, I mean, she and Ted Denson dated. So, like, yeah. you know, like, what do you look like? <laughs> but, yeah, that that was. Like one of the most expensive, we talked about it on the show, one of the most expensive divorces in the history of uh, Hollywood. It's so strange. But I did have a note, like, it's not a popular note. Like, while she's channeling, she's fake channeling. So she's, like, scrunching her face up and puffing up whatever. She looks like Bill Cosby. She's getting her, like, a real Cosby, like, my pudding kind of vibe. And I was like, Let's just get to Henry the Eighth. Cool. Let's, cool, let's, cool, let's cool, palate cool. cleanser. Cool. This cool, is cool. a palate cleanser episode. We don't talk about Cosby. Cool. 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 
Yeah. Uh, that is the whitest thing he could possibly do <laughs> is saying, I'm in, like, I can't even say, like, I'm Henry VIII. You got to say, I'm Henry VIII, I am, Henry VIII, I am, I am. There's no H's. Um, did you sing this? Was this part of your childhood? I learned this in, uh, I, I played this in a piano recital. You played it instrumentally. I really think it loses a lot without the words. How, how do you, it's second verse, same as the first. How do you play it? Dun, 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 How many, how many verses did you have? I was actually the last song uh, of the of the recital, <laughs> so you could have gone ad nauseum. Exactly, exactly. Interesting, so interesting kind of choice. Like There's kind of a cue, like, and we're done. And so, like, I, I finished it off with like like that one, and then went to straight into "Be Kind to Your Web-Footed Friends," <laughs> which ends with "You may think that this is the end." Well, it is. <laughs> That's funny. But yes, yeah, my like, piano teacher who lived across the street from us thought that was hilarious. Quite a sense of humor. But yeah, like, I mean, I I know this. You know this. Those of you who are later millennials and later probably have no idea what this song is. I, I can't remember who the artist is. Can we call them an artist? Is the, 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 the recording artist? I don't know. But I heard this all the time. And like thing you know things like it it's like from the oldie station but this is the whitest kids you know um <laughs> singing this song it's ridiculous but she he's just gonna sing until she does what what he wants and uh you know they finally get to demi moore's apartment because he's annoyed the hell out of her and he mentions that and she's like that's exactly what he did so i would date him <laughs> that by itself should be. I mean, she's already started. Like, she's like, okay, get, getting convinced. But like that, there's no way, no way anybody else knows that. I mean, that is like the dumbest character, whatever, of someone. <laughs> that like, oh my gosh, like I loved everything about him except for that. Right. Like, th- there is a ghost. Like that. There's, there's a lot of grifting that could be happening. Like, no. Like that's. That's not knowable. No. You can't get that out of the trash. No, there's... There's no 45s. No, and there's there's a lot of... Yeah, there, pretty much nothing Is she that says. 45 in the jukebox? Ooh, good question. Because we already talked about, you know, yeah, the Righteous do, Brothers. They do have and, a jukebox, um, which jukebox, not jutebox, but I think feels like you should say, say jutebox, but it's jukebox. I don't know. Anyway. Isn't juking like a dance thing? Yeah, 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 it is. But, like, okay. I think as a little kid, it's like, what's juking? Like, I don't gotcha, know. Gotcha, anyway, gotcha, We had a jukebox at our house. It's kind of... dad a, still has it. I think he sold it. Did he? Okay. I think he sold it. He was going to fix it up. It was a real weird point of contingent. Um, so, <laughs> when I was, like, five or six, and we were still living in Miami, and I'm sorry, we're, I'm anecdoting this, which hopefully you guys enjoy, but I know we're getting... We're starting to run really long. Um... I like where there's a church like day that everybody's like helping out and doing the gardening and like, you know, church cleanup day. And I run over to ask my dad uh, if someone can spend the night because mom was like, go ask dad. And he's like, go get your mom. And I'm like, but can someone? He's like, just go get your mother. And I'm like, okay. He just pickaxed himself. (laughs) And he's like trying to stay real cool and calm as he's like spurting blood. He's like my bloody Valentine. Exactly. Exactly. So then my mom's like, hey, yeah, go hang out with so-and-so. And she like, you know, takes him to the emergency room and blah, 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 blah. But like 
he was supposed to do something with this jukebox like prior, like get it out of the garage or do something. And so then, of course, like because he feels like whatever, he immediately gets out of the car after being like wrapped up and stitched up and goes and start to try and move this jukebox <laughs> because he's supposed to have already done it. And, you know, I know both of these stories about the, the pickaxing and about the jukebox. I had no idea that they intersected. Day. Same day. Oh, my goodness. There's blood in our station wagon as he, like, gets out and he's, like, piddling around in the garage trying to do something with the jukebox because my mom is already so pissed. It's, like, 30 years later that I was, like, messing with the jukebox in the garage. <laughs> yes. So it has uh, interesting beginnings. Um, but yeah, so that's my jukebox like life and experience. <laughs> I don't think it ever worked. Um, but so we're in the apartment now. They've convinced to yes. me like he's here. Right. Like, she's like shouting. She's shouting from the streets, right. and dude's like, "Shut up! You shut up!" <laughs> that was great. You know, classic New York stuff. It's like where where is he? Like I'm holding her hand, and it's like. If she has to start, like, narrating their phone sex, this is going to get weird. <laughs> it could have gotten weird. Like, they really did a decent job of keeping it, like, right. okay. Like, I'm putting a finger down the pants. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. No. But then she sees the picture of him. Uh-huh. He's cute. Like, white, but cute. But cute. Right. Um. Oh, crap. Oh, oh yeah. You made a you made a reference about Janet Ivanovich. Um, if you guys oh, don't read Jane Ivanovich and like the Stephanie Plum novels, there is some of this character in Lula. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. But she is earning her Oscar. She is working for it. My she really goodness. is. It's amazing. Just give me this. Where's Ghost 2? I mean, that's. I don't know if you can do that. Uh, obviously, you're not getting Patrick Swayze back. but <laughs> Right. I just don't think it would have the same vibe. Can we vibe. get Whoopi back? I mean... I don't know. I feel like the Whoopi that we knew is the Whoopi no longer. Okay. Okay. But... Um, and the next thing I wrote is... Bum, bum, bum! Because then we cut straight from that scene to like... Oh, yeah, like... You murdered him, but, like, you didn't get the books. Like, go murder her, too. And, like, murder the medium. And, like, murder everybody. Like, let's just, like, let's just start killing till we get the money. I was like, of course he drives a 5.0 Mustang. Douche. <laughs> That's what I wrote. And then okay. Milton. Milton. Yes. We're going to get to Milton in just one second. Okay. They talk about Take 40. the time you want. They talk about $4 million is what's in this account. And he says, $80,000 of this is mine. $80,000? Heart-wrenching that that's what it took to betray and kill his best friend. Kill him at like 80... And, and his girlfriend and the medium and... $80,000? I don't know what that is now, but it can't be that well, much I more. Mean, thanks, Joe Biden. Sorry. What? <laughs> thanks, Joe Biden. Sorry. No. <laughs> I don't... You know, it was probably, what, like $260,000 last year. Now it's like $7 billion. No, it's not. Inflation is not that much. <laughs> but when inflation at that time like had been, you know, it's probably the inflation from ninety to now versus like seventy eight to ninety. Oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry, no. <laughs> um, but eighty thousand dollars. Uh, I mean, he's an investment banker. If he just did his work, he he would bake that pretty quickly. Like it seems so strange to me. Um. And I was like, that's it? And I was like, West Egg, we have to know. Um, but then I, I kind of have like a little like side note or whatever. You know, like 
this whole thing, like this is how I kind of feel about death. And honestly, I'm going to get a little whatever that, you know, growing up as Christian kids in the 90s, we were told like, oh, the rapture, Jesus is coming now, prepare. It's your job just to get like everybody prepared, like your life. Get everybody on our team, like b- before the world ends, because probably not going to make it to 18. You right. Know, like, like, the world's probably going to be not, over. Like, Earth not, is probably going to get blown up before you're 18. Like whatever you think and whatever you've seen in terms of lives and milestones and like building a life and all of those yeah, things. Yeah, don't bother with any of that. Right. And I resented that and it really gave me an existential issue and this is what i feel in this movie like is mirroring that it's like you know he moved away from the light because he recognized that he was still needed and there's that part of me that's like what's good will be gone and that's a weird that's a whole other thing i probably have to figure out and deal with but it's like that's kind of how i feel about it like there was this this life that could have been that was cut short and that's the tragedy to me. And I know that's what we're supposed to see. That's what the movie's about. But I really kind of feel that way when I don't really appreciate when people say it was their time. It was whatever. Like, no, they're 20 something years old. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, like, we've lost too many friends our age to feel any sort of purpose. <laughs> no, there's no purpose to it. Life is just flimsy and short and hard and terrible but boy we can do some beautiful things with it absolutely treasure every moment that you can yes absolutely and just the fact that like when it's what that leaves behind and and what everybody else what we see demi Moore going through she does a fantastic job of really one first of all single tier action is Woo. just like she earned whatever she made on this and probably should have been paid more oh, because her goodness, single yes. tier work is so where was her star in 1990 Damn. i need to see that's i know to me more from like the late 90s mid 90s or whatever where was she right now it's something to look into i mean she was doing she was doing like i think making her name doing the work right I here guess. i feel like this was a big movie for her oh this is she is amazing in this yes and so she learns like Otome has said, you need to go to the police. This is the, you know, Sam has said, this is the guy that's killed him. This is where he lives. This is what the plot is. All the things you're in danger. Go. And she goes. Do you think the cops could have maybe gone to the guy's house? Something. They're like, oh, yeah, like that lady's a grifter. Like, here's where she got arrested once for making fake IDs. Yeah, like he, he they listen. Could we have gone to the guy's house with, like, the, the huge, like, I mean, I don't know if they had DNA in 1990. Can we, like, get the cat DNA, like, scra- <laughs> the scrapings under the but, cat's fingernails? But she didn't even know that. She didn't even know that it happened because she's like, is anybody there? <laughs> um, right. That would be an amazing true crime oh story gosh. if we get the swab under the cat's cat. fingernails. Oh, my gosh. TM, TM, TM. Like hero cat. Hero cat. We're, this is our, our copyrighted story right now. <laughs> TBD. Um, right. So the cop is Milton from Office Space. You know, I, said, I think I know him honestly. Even though I know him first from Office Space, I think I know him more from Dodgeball. That makes sense because that was on a lot. It's like it was the first year we had a I'd ever had HBO in my entire life, and we just watched a lot of Dodgeball. Dodgeball we watched was everything that was on HBO, and then we did watch True Blood. We did, yes. and he was in True Blood. Yes. Oh man, his arc in True Blood was. Pretty sad, but he was he was he was a good 
he was a good dude. He's he a was, good actor. He was. He's a great actor. Which is not what I was expecting. He from shows Milton. up in other stuff too. I can't yeah. remember, but I've seen him multiple times. You know, and things, and he's always good. Um, and then I just have nobody cries like to me. So those um, stairs look unsafe. Like somebody could get hurt in that apartment. She's like at the top of the stairs, you know, and it's a beautiful scene. And she pushes the penny. Yeah, and- I mean, I I remember that. That definitely was in the preview. Mm. Um, that actually, that apartment. Now that I think about it, seems very similar to the apartment in The Fugitive. Hmm, okay. Because there's like some falling downstairs kind of stitch going on there too, and it's open like that. Yeah, I feel like you build an apartment like that as a designer, and like your boyfriend might die. And oh, sorry, too soon. <laughs> Uh, um okay here's my other huge flaw so like we finally get he 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 keys back like tony goldwyn keys back into the apartment he tears out the tiniest page oh the tiniest little passbook <laughs> to get the password and he goes back in and he's like in the green screen dos world um and it works it would not fucking work. The guy is dead. All of his shit has been disabled. Like someone's job, like someone did a terrible job if his, this password still works. You've been the job of the person that's to disable that password when guy gets murdered. I have. And then I work in an industry where it's like, it doesn't even take that much for a password to get disabled. <laughs> like, so this is another space where it's like in real world, if people did like this would not, none of this would have worked. He would have been infinitely locked out of this account. Uh, if that's the only way he was going to get in. Um, because not that the account's closed because this account still exists, but um, Sam Wheats can't even say it. Doesn't feel right. Um, master access is adios. So when he's do are we back into the apartment when he's having the coffee yet? Probably just about yeah. Okay, so yeah, guys comes back yeah, in yeah, for yeah. some coffee and I just is um, like whoops, I just spilled some whiskey on my shirt. Uh, <laughs> should I just take this off now? Uh, <laughs> I have slimy Carl's spilling coffee sliding in. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so. That's when we got it. We, we've got so definitely. Have we already gone back and figured out how to work as a ghost? No, no, no. That that's next. That's next. He goes back to Subway Guy because he's pissed off at Carl. Got it. Got it. Got so it. He goes to Subway Guy and like teach me how to murder fools. Teach me how to murder. Teach me. Teach me how to murder. Teach Sorry. me how to murder. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't that guy get murdered? Huh? Didn't that guy get murdered? What the subway guy? No, the teach me how to Dougie. The Dougie guy? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I think he did. Sorry, yeah. guys. He got like shot outside a liquor store or something. Uh, sorry, that's just a weird coincidence because Dougieing is fun. Yeah. But sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, the subway guy is a Jedi fucking master. Like he, just like you're trying to. Oh, it's so cute. You're trying to push it with your finger. Like no, like push it with your heart. You know. Like, he has <laughs> like, a heart, but also too like he doesn't have any. There's heart. a little bit of gunslinger in there too, but. Like just- There's a scene in a the first sequel to Star Wars that was ever like officially licensed by Lucasfilm, where Luke Skywalker is trying to teach someone how to use the Force, and he's like, doing a little like a flick of his finger and pinging a like you know tower like a mile away or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have to do the finger; like the finger is just to help you focus. That's 
and now I realize it's completely stolen from Ghost. <laughs> right. It's like you're not actually doing anything. You don't have no limbs. You have no whatever. It's just the only way that, yeah, I guess you can visualize but it. But yes, if I realize that like they stole the force from Ghost. <laughs> they didn't steal the force from Ghost. The force <laughs> existed prior to this. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he like used your head. Use all your emotions. Use your guts. Like we don't have any of those things. Like it's just use all the all of the like you're just creating this power from it's just emotion is what all moves. the angst that you're feeling at this right. moment like, like it's anger and whatever that, that right, causes yeah. the world to move around you right and keith herring work in the background this is 1990 man that's we've, we've discussed keith herring in mm-hmm. the um in the madonna truth or dare right but man subway guy that gets dark. It gets dark quick. Well, first of all, he masters it. He kicks a can through his head. He's mm-hmm. like, killing it, bro. And th- then it very quickly turns. He's like, why are you here? Who sent you? Like, you know, well, because Swayze's like, how long have you been here? He's like, since they pushed me. Like, okay. And they're just like, the, like they would never get around to this in a movie. Like, all I want is a cigarette, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he, yeah, he cracks the cigarette machine, which, you know, doesn't... That's a thing, too. Like, we were in a bar with the cigarette machine we were. this week. I mean. We were, yeah. It was real old school. Usually it's art now, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Usually you're not getting a pack of merits. So, yeah, he's angsting over, like, kind of just that, you know, human experience. Um, but then he turns conspiracy ghosts real fast. He's like, who sent you? Why are you here? Don't come back. Get out of here. And he like runs and jumps into a train. Um, I, I mean, I remember that like viscerally. Like this this character really makes a big impact. I said like, if he has to push a can vaguely in a bad guy's direction, we're in business. <laughs> I mean, it's just like poking stuff, poking stuff. Like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like if time. that's all it takes to defeat the bad guys is to vaguely push a can towards their general direction. Got it. Problem solved. Got it. Check. So then he heads back to Otome's and waiting room's full. Orlando. <laughs> Sorry. Room I is even, full. I even drew little music notes uh, <laughs> next to Orlando. <laughs> she's like, he says something and she's like, Sam, is that you? She's like, what did you do? <laughs> this room is full of ghosts. They're coming through New Jersey. Like, who did you tell? How did you know? Like, they're like... I, people are taking tickets like it's crazy shit and like you know this is already been talking to we, we got a woman and another man sitting there trying to like talk to orlando like you said and orlando's getting patient he's like oh, i waited my turn and he jumps into otome and she's like blah, blah, blah. and um he's like i forget what the chick's name is um, he's like what'd you do to your hair he's like baby <laughs> what'd you do to your hair and she's like do you like it it's like harvest sunrise <laughs> but basically what we're seeing here is like what we learn is you can possess a human body but it wears you out we learn that but also what we learn without like talking about is we have wife and side dude looking for an insurance policy yes like that orlando left somewhere and they don't know and that might be why orlando is no longer with us <laughs> is to because of said insurance policy little underlying stuff here um so he's like okay um, I need you to do something. <coughs> Sorry. Got an idea. Like, th- this is important. Like, you got to help me with this. This is, you know, gonna, everybody's in danger. This is going to save us. Got to do it. Um, she's like, fine. Everybody get out because she's pissed about Orlando possessing her. She's like, 
what the hell? <laughs> then we flash back to, oh, well, actually, this is probably a little bit later. So he's given her idea um, because we've learned from Carl having conversations that this money that they're stealing, he finally got in with the password that shouldn't work anymore. Um, and there's $4 million. He's got the the directions. He's going to trans- You're going to wire it at 455 or whatever. Right, some rando at time. And they're at like 450 at the bank, like withdrawing which, it. Which another thing, can't do a wire at almost 5 o'clock. No. Banks do wires like twice a day. Like maybe 10 a.m. <laughs> and 2 p.m. That's it. They do batch wires. You don't do it. No, doesn't happen. Anyway, whatever. That's this another thing. scene is one of the best scenes in movie history and i have missed it until this this evening the whole scene going into the bank that is this is better than pretty woman i mean this is can you think of a better kind of oh kind of like punching above where you are and trying to kind of fit it yes, into a moment and i, I don't know no it's really good so much cuz she's like you know, she keeps on going with it. Every time she runs with it, it goes, it goes right, south. Right, because she's a grifter, so she's usually she's used to telling a story and embellishing and and all that. So she's all dressed up in her Sunday best, like hot, hot fuchsia pink, like stands out, not being low key at all. I mean, he, if there's ever an Ocean's Nine or an Ocean's Fourteen or a, if there's ever another Ocean's, we need a scene like this with somebody in their ear. And that would be cute. Yeah, she really needs to do that. Actually, if we could get her, she's killing this. Um, so, yeah, they go to the bank because we got a name. We got a Rita Miller name. This is where the bank account is. So she goes in. She's used her old skills to get a fake ID. Exactly. Exactly. And he knows. He already knows that because he's heard you know Molly talk about going to the um, the police station and finding out she's a con, con woman. And he's like, I need your help. I need you to use all your skills. They go. We're going to go. He, But he's not giving her, like, the full details, which he really should have. He should have given her more details. So she really could have, like, really played this out. He's going to given her a little piecemeal, and I don't think that was the way to go. Um, so we go. We set up a signature card. She screws it up. <laughs> um, not suspicious. A bank person would probably press a button at that point, honestly. <laughs> I wrote the wrong name. <laughs> right. Like, um, okay. okay. Um, and so then we, then go, we go upstairs. To the rich white guy. And he's like, dude, dude thinks he's cool. You just play off that you met him at this Christmas party because he was drunk as, you know, drunk as a skunk. And he kind of will be thrown off. And you just keep talking about his kids and this and that and all that. And you're going to close this account. And she's like, all right. She goes through. And, of course, she's doing all the kind of things that people really should be cluing in. She's like, was that right? Like, she's, like, asking him all these questions. And people should be thinking, at the very least, that she's a little unsteady. Right. Like, $4 million. Like, how would you like that? Tens and twenties. Yeah. She's like, $4 million. (laughs) And then he's like, cashier's check. Yes, cashier's check would be great. Um, Yeah, I love it. So then, I mean, if Whoopi is unavailable, can we get Chris Tucker to do this in the Ocean's <laughs> movie? That would work. That would be just as effective. Yes, yes, it would be. Um, so she's doing her thing, and Molly walks in because Molly was supposed to sign some paperwork. We already heard that she got distracted. She comes in. She's like, "Wait a minute!" She sees her. She's like, and so Patrick Tracy's trying to use his newfound, you know, powers to 
kind of not have Molly see her, get this done, get in, get out. But she does. She knows that she's her. She goes and asks the dude. She's like, wasn't that Otome Brown? Like, no, it was Rita Miller. She's like, okay, maybe I was mistaken. Um, but then at the same time, we've got Carl trying to transfer the money out and do, 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 big it's green gone. screen, account close. I said like, type louder and hit things. That'll work. Yes. I was like, he <laughs> is losing his shit. I was like, yeah, it's totally a way to um, not have anyone clued in. Did you do anything wrong? You're sweating profusely. You're tapping. Like, I was like, it made, it made me think of, of the wedding singer. And John Lovitz is like, he's... But he's like, he's losing his, what is, is he losing he's his He's losing mind? his mind. And, and I'm, I'm reaping, reaping all the benefits. the benefits. Right. That's exactly what I thought. I was like. See, I just, every time I get to work and there's a broken keyboard, I just have to like leave a note. Like, we don't hit. Like, that That's my, that's my life. <laughs> like, I just tell a grown adults, we don't hit. Like, no hitting. No hitting. But yeah, it's like, um, people are going to be like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, Although some, they don't make keyboards like they used to. <laughs> no, they don't. For sure. Um, but yeah, like, he's not playing it cool at all um so same time um oh but also he's like um we're gonna transfer this to the first um island bank of nassau it's in the rolodex (laughs) 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 so the money actually goes to the nuns at the right which she loses she's like don't make me do this she's like because she thinks she's gonna give this money he's like uh no can we get her a hundred thousand for her efforts? We should put should get her something. But that's one of the things too. Like everybody's like, she's just taking advantage of you. She's just taking advantage of you. Like she doesn't ask for anything. No. I mean, she might down the line. You know, what's it called in Ocean's Thirteen? Like the the whatever, like the guy who gets all like the hell week in the hotel, but he gets like two point seven million dollars at the end. Uh, There's a word for that. There is. <laughs> I don't remember what what. The- Sorry, I keep on saying oceans. I don't. <laughs> I mean, we got a big con going on. We, we got guess. a ghost con. We might have to watch Oceans 8, 9. What's the... Um, It's 8 or 9. I don't know. The the, the sequel the ones with Sandra Anne Bullock And Sandra Bullock. And Sandra Bullock. I don't know that Anne Hathaway Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. No, it's Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Right, yeah. Um, I think she's like Billy... Bill, not Billy Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ocean's sister. Get out of my dreams. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Focus. <laughs> no more Billy Ocean. <laughs> Get out of your dreams and into this podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, right. But no, we got we got a con going on. We have a ghost orchestrated con. I mean, we, yes. we really don't focus on the fact that that we have a ghost pulling all the strings here. I love the ghost pulling all the strings. It's fantastic. But at the end, when she's like walking away, and she's like, I think you're wonderful. And she starts just like, <laughs> she's, she, she might, is finished with his she's shit. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Straight to Arsenio. Arsenio. Oh, did you ever watch that? Show um, woof, 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 woof. some yeah 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 like yeah the yeah oh I was not allowed to watch that I remember like that see it, it's one thing to like watch a movie that has a couple of boobs on it like with the sound down real low whatever like watching Arsenio Hall with the sound down real low work. so your parents don't hear you don't get much out of it no it's all about yeah all about the sound and the quips and all that stuff but did we already miss when he's spooking Carl oh, I have next like he is. Poltergeisting has ass. He is, yes. He's pushing in his chair. He's like, you know, he's oh, like, oh, the chair is great. He just pushes off the wall, and the chair goes. He's like, 
he like turns the computer off. He turn then Sam turns it back on. He's like murderer. I had no idea that this was this movie. Do what now? I had no idea that that that, that was in this movie. Oh, wait, like I just thought in. that this was a movie like true love and lost and ghosts. And I assumed there was a murder story. I didn't realize there was like ghost revenge. Yeah. That- well, I actually have that in notes. Like, what's the judgment on ghost revenge? Like, what when the light comes and you don't go into the light and then you kind of go just like go on a murder spree? Well, you facilitate. You facilitate a murder spree. Some murder. Um, is it automatically the light's coming back? Like, it's still 1990. We're still Cobra territory here, okay? I mean, You're like, still crimes and disease. I'm a cure. But I definitely have that note. It's like, um, what happened? Like, is, are you still on the clock? Or is everything paused in terms of like, everything you did prior to this point is cool. We are not looking at anything that happens in between now and then. You're here for a reason. And we figured that some shit needs to go down. We're and, still super tough on crime. Like, so. you, you, get, you, get, you get some some lead way to take care of business. This is, I guess, like H.W. Bush era. <laughs> so, like, it's fine. Like, they're right. criminals. Like, so he's like, murderer. And he's like, who's doing this? And it's like, Sam, 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 Did you ever do that? Like, we- Yes, like at Circuit City or whatever, you go like, like line 10, type Zach. Line 20, go to 10. Enter. I never did like a circus. We would do it on like lo- our lobby computers at school. Okay. And like whatever. We'd like make like all the different stuff go. Man, yeah. like if you're a nerd and you know visual basic. <laughs> I was enough of an, I, I could not tell you now, but I knew how to do it then. You had to, like, like I'm very situational. Like I like was programming and stuff like in eighth grade and like it's gone because I didn't need it. So it, I erased it from my brain. That's, that's how my brain works. What's the name starts? Poltergeist and Willie. Yes, he goes hard. And I was like, how did Carl meet this dude? They seem like real bro. Like, <laughs> go in to show up. Like, he's not even a lackey. Like, he's not like, hey, I hired you to go do this. Because there's no conversation about Willie getting money. No. Ever. He's like, I did that. Like, I killed your friend as a favor, first of all. That this said. That's weird. Um, seems like there should be some sort of payout. But, like, they're going together in Carl's car. Like, this is no chill. Yeah, isn't earlier on he's like, oh, a Ferrari. He's like, you should probably pay off your Mustang first. Right. So, I mean, maybe we do, you know, go into like Swayze. He's like super rich and holding him down because he only has a Mustang. But we don't see that Swayze has a Ferrari. <laughs> Swayze just drives a Ferrari in heaven every day. Yes, exactly. He does. <laughs> he does. Actually, he probably would like want some sort of souped up like old truck. That's true. That's what I think. Yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah. So they're showing up at Otome's. Sam is like, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Um, and they go to, like, they're banging all the doors, like, have, trying to get somebody to let them in somewhere else. Um, yeah, then he's poltergeisting Carl. Well, or, I mean, sorry, know, Eddie. Because uh, Carl goes back. Like, he, Carl's going after uh, Molly. Yeah. And he's just like, the door's like, good yes. scene. Oh, my goodness. Like, in any other movie, this is horrifying, and it is a little bit like that. It's so I've never seen the haunting from the other side before. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about like, that. We're like watching a haunted house movie from the perspective of the ghost. Yeah, and now we know that. And the, the ghost has some legit beef. That, right. That, that's, I think isn't that the, always like the like the ghost like is like acting out some 
ancient beef that from, has like, nothing to do back with when you. People still wore ruffles. And, right, like, it's like it really has... doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, no, this is <laughs> this is hundred percent to do with you. <laughs> like, why don't ghosts like come back like two years later? That, that's we, we were literally talking about that in New Orleans in New Orleans a week ago. Right, we were talking like, about all the ghosts are from like seventeen forty to like eighteen twenty. So, is there some sort of timeline? There's no like disco ghost. No, not at least not that we hear about. Usually, nobody's interested. Everybody's interested in the whimsical and like older romantic ghosts. You have to read through like three chapters of the handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> that's how long it takes. I guess hundred years Maybe it to is. get through it. It reads like stereo instructions. <laughs> Which nobody ever gets the first time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, we, we're haunting Carl. He's freaking out. We got some steam in the bathroom. And we've written boo on boo. the mirror. I love it. So good. We need to text our friends. We went on the ghost tour in New Orleans. A picture of the boo in the mirror. Yes. Um, so, yeah. He's chasing him. He runs out. And he gets squished. Oh, but no, he doesn't. He, like, flies over the hood. And like, oh no, they did it again, and I fell for it twice. He did, like, yeah, exactly. He, like, falls over, and he's like, yeah, but it's like, then he gets up, like, that's oh, not no, him. Oh no, like, I'm squashed. Nope, he's squashed oh, by man. two. Cars. My grandmother used to say squashed <laughs> all the time. She uh, said squash or wash. Or... <laughs> oh, I miss her. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> Is she here? Does she have something to say right now? <laughs> Does she tell us that she we like we're, you're going to hell for watching this movie? No, we're going to hell because we didn't get her an iPod for her ninetieth <laughs> birthday. <laughs> we got her a fucking charm, and <laughs> she's like, "I don't want this bullshit." <laughs> uh, but Willie is getting dragged off by. Oh, I actually wrote later because it's in the credits. The dark spirits. Dark spirits. There are okay. good spirits and dark spirits. Dark. They're just the shadows. Oh my goodness, that's a good effect. It's a really good effect, except for the sound. The sound sounds like the sound the crew did to put in it as a holding spot, maybe for the sound effects mm. that they didn't do. I mean, it's people. It's like, it, it's not, okay, have you ever watched The Making a Thriller? Yes. And like, and like Michael Jackson's like transformations. He's like, and he's like, and then they, they right. And then they replace it with like roaring sounds. Yeah, it kind of felt a little like that to me. So yes, it's a really good effect um, of the dragging the the go- the shadows coming up and drag. Like it's very powerful. The sound is a little weird. It, it does kind of break me out just a little bit. But- I, that I always thought this was a girl movie, and then like, why wasn't this required viewing in my youth group? They're like, oh, bad people get drugged to hell in like the most grotesque and they unreasonable do. way possible. And then I have Ghost One, Carl Zero. <laughs> so we're back at the apartment and I have that, you know, Whoopi's trying to get them to let him in. He's like, oh, you're wearing the shirt that I spilled a margarita on. I'm like, ooh, margaritas. <laughs> like, we have, have we ever in the last decade not had limes in our in our house? Pretty much. We just came back from New Orleans. Our shopping is a little weird, but we have no limes, so... No margaritas. Sorry, guys. Sorry. No margaritas. Um, they have the little penny tricks. Right. And she's, okay, penny. It's all good. It's like replacing the penny that you tip down the stairs for right. luck. Um, yeah. So we're having a moment. You know, it, it, it's, 
we have a slowdown of like we need to really like hurry this up because like Carl's on his way is to like, a, guy like murder like you. A machete about to hack us to pieces, but we're gonna have like weird ghost sex first. But it's it's <gasps> it's fine. It's not weird. Like they actually do a pretty good job of like we do of not making it super strange. Of like, okay, I actually believe this now. You're here. Like, I love you. And I really wish that we could have this one last moment. And we kind of get to have this one last moment. Um, and then, yeah, then we got Carl come in. And well, but boom. she possesses, he possesses Whoopi. Right. She gives she gives him permission. Yes. It's her idea. Because she's, you know, it's like, I wish I could, you know, touch you one last time. I wish, you know. And she's like, <sighs> white people and their love i guess i should help facilitate this because i can and if i were directing this movie like either the cops or the bad guys would like bust down the door and Whoopi and Debbie would be there like just total like tongues out like hands in things but that doesn't happen it's just it's just romantic holding it's it gets a little it's it's romantic there's some kissing I, I, no, no no there's no kissing there's no kissing in that at all no there it feels if i were directing this movie it would just yeah like, like there would just be like a huh <laughs> moment I, yes i see why you yes i could see you doing that and that's why it it would be a different movie like it's just the edge is off. It's just, it still stays chased. I mean, because this movie, just, for it, the most part, is pretty chaste. It is, but the, it's a good gag. It's a good gag. There's not a lot of gags. In the, there's the, appropriate. Whoopi is on screen. There's gags left and right. Right, but not when it comes to this. This is serious. I guess. I this guess. is serious. It, it breaks the tension, though, for just a moment. It gives us a little, like, a, huh, and they're like, oh, crap, we're all about to get murdered by knives and stuff. Right, right, right. Like, good place, Wazy. Like, you, the one thing we know about possessing somebody is that it doesn't last very long and you're worn out and can't really do anything afterwards. Right. Good good call when, like, the murderers are approaching. Yeah, but you're not thinking, like, you're thinking, like, here's my opportunity, uh, you know, and it's probably pretty similar to dudes and sex. Like, now, now, yep, yep. Like, <laughs> not thinking, not thinking future. That's true. I mean, I had to work today. <laughs> and last night, you're like, okay, so. Um, anyway, but. Sorry, let me edit that out. <laughs> No. Um, so yeah, so then we got they're like, okay, we're running, we're going out the fire escape, we got a dude shooting the door, he's on he's chasing. Is so they run into the fire escape and they're to this upstairs to this big empty loft. Like, is that is that still, their stuff too? I don't know. I was wondering that too. But I guess not, because they already have the upstairs with their bedroom. Probably not, but that'd be I mean that, that's a lot of space in New York. It I mean. is a lot of empty space that nobody's using that nobody knows about. It seems like, you know, they had some inside track. Um, which there's some, yeah, there's, there's a crime happening in that real estate deal in Manhattan. Right. That we don't talk about. Exactly. <laughs> right. Maybe he wasn't as a, a clear cut thing that he was going to get right. the white light, but I, I, I don't, I mean, they might be squatting in like 17 apartments. They just knocked all the walls down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're running, they're like, she, you know, he's trying to say like, you're crazy, this, but you kind of like don't have a leg to stand on that this this person is like, you know, they talk about Otome that she's a con artist when you're chasing with a gun. Right. Like you kind of lose some credibility. Yeah, you do. You do. Like it doesn't really matter what you think at this moment. Like, yeah, you're you've escalated the situation. So we get made chase. 
you know, they're they're trying to get away. They're climbing. Otome gets caught. He's like got the the gun on Otome, like asking for the check. She doesn't say like she doesn't say I don't have it. She doesn't say what she did with it. Um, but then we got Swayze coming back, saving the day from the other side. <laughs> and the window thing's a little weird. It's, it's the a- only thing. The only scene I've seen from this movie, it's a little weird. It's a little deus ex machina. I mean, it just kind of happens out of nowhere. I feel like we saw Mythbusters doing it. It doesn't really work. Is it a weird playback? Even though it is, but it's not. We've got like a swinging hook. Because he swings out the window to grab the the angel at the beginning. Yeah, I feel like we almost needed something almost more identical to that Mm. to kind of pull it together. But I feel like they're making some sort of callback, maybe a little bit. Because I said, like, at the beginning, like, Angel's a little bit of a, a little bit of, a little on the nose here, Like, we're trying to make a physics callback. (laughs) It 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 didn't really play as well, but I remember if he this, had been like riding the hook or something, something maybe, like that. Maybe that would have made more sense, but or it would have been more cohesive. But dude gets straight up. Yeah, this was stabbed. something I do totally remember. Like the glass falls down, so it's like you know glass breaking, glass breaking, and then like the the window comes shroop, down, kind of guillotine style, and gets him. Yeah, I guess I saw this edited for television. It was not that bloody. Yeah, there's when there's, there's blood like in this movie above the waist. When there's there, blood, there's blood. Yeah, yeah, they don't shy away. And then, you know, he come like he walks out. He sees Sam, and he's like, "Wait a minute!" And then we got he sees himself, and then we got the the creepy crawlies again. <sighs> horrific, horrific. And so then, I mean, we pretty much have Sam kind of turns into Will Smith from Aladdin, and. <laughs> We do, we do get a little uncanny valley, but Molly can hear him. Yes. And when the light comes out, she can see him. Aww. And yeah, I mean, like, it seems like, cause she didn't, she's gone through a lot. She has, she has. You know, it seems like she should get this, like this at least last little bit of, you know, closure seems, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's complicated, but at least like she's like 26 she's gonna have like three marriages and like four kids and like he's gonna be just a footnote in her life maybe but it's important right now okay and he's left her probably a lot of money and she's probably because she's an artist that's true i mean we have no we never even questioned the thought of like did she have anything to do with this but the righteous brothers are back on yes i want you to think about for going deeper Mm-hmm. If you could just like take that like the music cue where everything goes silent, and there's some moments in this where there's a lot of static and just white noise. In the oh back. yeah, I actually have a note about that. Like when we have the other world and the human world touching, mm-hmm. there's a lot like a, a very staticky sound. Yeah, and then some. There's moments where it's just like it cuts completely and it's very jarring. The, the sound design in this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about the absolute worst song to play instead of the righteous brothers <laughs> okay like what 45 could come down hey hey we're the monkeys or <laughs> my ding-a-ling i want you to play with my ding-a-ling or, i don't know <laughs> okay. sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club baby. all right i'll think about it well you're you're making a lot of references of music from that time period is it limited to music from that time period no. okay I mean, it probably has to be pre-1990. Okay, that's true. Or does it? 
Well, I mean, you're just asking for the worst song. Just a, He's going the distance. <laughs> he's going for speed. My humps. My humps. <laughs> my lovely lady humps. <laughs> oh, if we're going like straight into... Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I mean, we've seen Lotto in the last... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like big dick energy is appro- completely appropriate. <laughs> I think the vibe sticks... Straight on. Um, all right, so... The love inside, you take it with you, is what we're ending on. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that from... Is that a, is that from this, or is that a quote from something else? I don't know. It feels like the love you make is the love you take. Like, it feels very close to that, which... Is that a Beatles thing? Could be. I, I Hey, guys, I listened to my second time I've ever listened to a Beatles album this week. I'm kind of digging it. That's crazy. I just... Never really got around to it. Happens, I guess. I mean, I'm just listening to obscure 1990s Christian heavy metal from Portland, uh, you know, <laughs> growing up. I mean, a lot of, like, this is first time watching Ghosts, a lot of firsts. I guess so, yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Don't really feel like there's a lot of firsts. I know what it's like to be a girl in 1991 again. Congratulations. All right. Sorry. It, yeah, it's kind of hell, honestly. <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Like, it's a world before Baz Luhrmann. Oh, well, what would he ever do? First of all, we didn't wear sunscreen. <laughs> but like, I mean, no one knows who Alanis Morissette is. I mean, like, there might be that little girl and you can't do that on television. But Oh, there's so much to learn. There's so much about to happen. Ugh, we don't even know. Anyway, so I think we're wrapping it up. We watched Ghost. You should Palette too. Cleanse. Yes. Oh yes. We are ready for the holidays and all of the craziness that it brings. If you get a subscription to AMC Plus to watch this movie, make sure and cancel that shit. Yeah. It's yeah, only a dollar ninety nine a month. But put it on your calendar. Yes. I mean, yes. I don't know. Maybe you find some great new stuff. Maybe it opens a whole new world of window to you. Who knows? Remember watching AMC when we were kids, and it was all like the Hunchback of Notre Dame and. Dracula and Frankenstein. They definitely, yeah, we watched a lot of AMC classics in my house. Yeah, I just, I don't like, that's crazy that that's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that does feel a little like, oh. And I, the, if you probably, I bet you if you do the math, the years from then to when we were watching so. that, it's probably similar. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I completely interrupted your uh, your plugs and your Oh, I was just saying, like, and... watch Ghost. Let us know what you've got going on for the holidays. Is there a holiday movie that is a regular standard for your household that maybe it's a little weird? Uh, maybe out of the ordinary. Um, let us know. You can send it to Forbidden Cinema Podcast oh, send us at Gmail. Weird. Yeah, absolutely. Like all, like any kind of weird. Um, <laughs> watch out. Hey, hey. Um, you know, Forbidden Cinema on Instagram. Check out what's happening next, what's going on, and you know, join the conversation. Um, we are anxiously waiting for Minx season two. Um, there's lots of fun stuff that's being posted there. Oh, Filming man, is happening. I'm so happy to watch the new season. I'm so sad that like I don't know if I can handle that workload of doing two podcasts. Uh, but we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Oh yes, we will be back. It's awesome. But anyway, hope you guys are having a great ending to spooky season. Welcoming into fall. It's it's cold as it's balls cold here. Outside. Yeah, I don't know where you live. Maybe it's not cold there, but hopefully you're embracing the holiday spirit. We are 
thankful to be with you guys. We're thankful for for you and and being a part of this ride. So it's like six Sundays till Christmas. It's crazy, but even, we're gonna stop and have a moment that. and just be thankful, and it'll be great. So we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye guys. Bye.